In today's episode, we're speaking to Amelia Shavich. Amelia gets coaches and authors on podcasts so they can grow the audience, build authority, and skyrocket their businesses. She's the founder and the CEO of Urban Bloom Podcast Boutique. Let's speak to Amelia and find out how she changed her life by changing her mindset. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today I'm super, so excited. I'm speaking to the one and only Amila Savage. I'm sorry if I've completely butchered your name. (laughs) Yeah, no worries. When I get on the phone with people, they're always like, can I ask you one question? And I'm like, Amela Savage. <laughs> they already know what I'm going to ask. So no worries there. <laughs> Thank you so much for being understanding, Amela. Okay, so Amela, everyone's heard from your intro how amazing you are, but in your own words, please tell everybody what it is that you do. Yeah, well, I like to call myself an entrepreneur. I started my entrepreneurial journey when I was just a kid. And I have that, I've had that realization, you know, just a couple of months ago when I didn't even know like why I was doing it. Like I always knew that I didn't fit into the cubicle. I didn't fit into mm. the nine of five. Yeah. And I was always questioning myself, like, why do I feel this way? Like, why can't I stand my boss telling me what to do? And so um, I realized that I got it all from my, my dad, who is, the same literally couldn't you know have a job couldn't have a nine to five he was always doing some uh, something on his own so um that's me I am a mom of three and I love to spend um, my free time with my family obviously and started my business uh in the middle of the pandemic which was um, almost two years ago and yeah, so here I am talking to you. <laughs> Wonderful. And what exactly business, sort of, what kind of entrepreneur are you? What, what kind of people do you serve? Oh, yeah, that's the, the, the most important part I forgot to mention. <laughs> so I am a founder and owner of the uh, podcast booking agency. So it's called Urban Bloom Podcast Boutique. We basically get people on um, on podcasts where they can share their message. They can, you know, talk about their life and their journey, and um, grow their their uh, their following, and as well grow their business ultimately. Fabulous. So you 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 help people like me actually. So you get guests on my podcast, and you help me to be a guest another. So some, something along those lines, which is wonderful. And I think this is the podcast industry is a you know, it's a growing phenomenon. It's just, is booming at the moment. Um, so we, we really are um, in prime place to be in, in the podcast industry, actually. So that's great. So tell me, um, you've said that you've, you know, you've been a, a, an entrepreneur since a child. So tell us when was the, what was the first venture for you? What was the first thing that you ever sold? Or, you know, I always say, you know, entrepreneurs are solution finders. You find solutions to people's problems. So what kind of solutions were you finding at a young age and how old were you? 
Yeah. So in my country, I'm from, I come from Bosnia and Herzegovina, which is a small country in Europe. And um, for those who don't know, um, and in the 90s, we had a war here. So yes. our whole country was devastated. We have a, we had a, a genocide upon us. Like yeah. it, it was horrible. Hmm. I was six at the time. And I remember, you know, whenever I wanted to go out and play, my parents would tell me like, no, you can't, it's dangerous. You can't go out. And I remember one day, um, I wanted to go out and I went out. And as soon as I got out, the sirens went off. Like it's, it's when the sirens go on and then it's, it's like danger zone, danger time, don't go out, like get inside. And I remember standing on the, on the front porch and I told my mom, like, I'm not coming in. I don't care if it, you know, if the grenade comes and, you know, lands in front of my feet, like I'm not coming into the house. I want to go out and play. And um, my friend and I, well, of course, my mom calmed me down and I didn't go out at that time. But the next time we, we went out, my friend and I, we were, um, we we wanted to you know buy some candies candies and we didn't of course we didn't have money we were six at the time and we didn't want to go and ask you know some you know from our parents like give us money so we can buy candies so we figured let's try and sell something <laughs> so we knew that we had this old neighbor who was you know smoking cigarettes she loved smoking and it was like her her love, like cigarettes were her love. And we knew that. And so we figured like, why don't we sell something to her? Like some sort of, you know, tobacco, but of course we didn't have any tobacco. And we, we then spotted a lot of, it was fall outside and we spotted a lot, a lot of leaves in front of my house. And I had like two big trees and in, in front of the house, there were a lot of dry leaves. And so we, we, what we did, we took a lot of leaves and we just cut them into small, small pieces and we put it in a bag and we're like selling, trying to sell tobacco. And this neighbor came by and we, I mean, she knew, she obviously knew that we're, what we're selling wasn't a tobacco. tobacco. Yeah. But, um, but she, you know, went on with it. She was like, Oh, what are you selling? And we're like tobacco. And she was like, Oh my, okay, well, how much is it? And we're like, it's two cams, which is around $1. And, and she was like, yeah, sure. I'll take it. And then we gave it to her. She gave us the money and we were like, you know, we were jumping from joy. It was, it was an amazing experience. And, you know, years went by and I'm 34, actually 35. (laughs) I always forget my age. Um, So I'm 35 now. So it's, it's been a lot of, a lot of the years have, have passed and it's, it has come to my, you know, realization. I I just realized that that was the first experience with, with entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship. Yeah. Like I wasn't, I was never meant to work in a cubicle. I was never meant to work you know, nine to five, I was never meant to work and do the the work that someone else tells me. So mm-hmm. that's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can completely relate to that. I think as entrepreneurs, we are, we're a bit strange and a bit different, I think, from the norm anyway. And a bit of a loner. I think when we tend to be lone wolves than anything else. And I can, I can relate to that. I, I don't think I was, I hated, I mean, I was very good at my job. 
being a lawyer, but I have to say I hated it. And at that time, I didn't realize I hated it. I just thought I was just working too much and and so forth. I found excuses for it because I worked so hard. I mean, I spent so many years studying for the damn thing and, you know, going doing this and qualifying for X, Y, and Z. So, of course, how can I hate something that I've worked so hard to get? But in reality, I hated the nine to five. I hated, I mean, I, I ended up, sometimes I had a cubicle, depending on the, on the, on the company. I had a, 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 an office as well. It doesn't matter the location, a cubicle or an office. I hated the damn job. And I think as entrepreneurs, we need that freedom. So we need to have that freedom to move. And this is what you were craving, you know, something that you can do on your own. So that was great. So how did, you know, this young child at the age of six who went, ventured out on a first, uh, you know, first uh, expedition of, you know, making money, to now at your in your mid-30s, you're now, you know, you have a company helping other entrepreneurs, you know, build their brand and build their audience. What happened in between? How did you, you know, go from being that child who had a dream to someone who's actually owning a successful business now? There there must have been loads of obstacles in between. And obviously you've got three children. So how did you how did you manage all of that? So talk us through your journey. Yeah, well, if you were to ask me that like five years ago, if you were to ask me, like, where do you see yourself? I would definitely say that I don't see myself doing this, what I'm doing right now, because I had no freaking clue what I was going to do. I just knew that I, that it had to do something with people. Like I have a bachelor's degree in journalism Mm -hmm. and I'm good with people. Like I love storytelling. I love, you know, hanging out. I'm, I'm, I like to call myself an extroverted introvert. Like I love to be by myself and I love to do some things on my own, but I also love, love, love spending time with friends and family. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. So yeah, after I graduated college, I was like, um, I realized that I'm not going to be able to do, you know, the journalism type of job that I imagined in my head. So mm. it, it's it. I knew that it's not going to be what I wanted it to be. So. Um, I, I worked on a local radio station as an anchor for a while. And then I, I got a job at, uh, SOS children's villages here in Bosnia, where I used to write letters to the sponsors of the kids that were in the SOS care, which was really, really like, I love the experience. I've learned, learned so much, but it was, I'm a very emotional person and you know having been in touch with those children having to learn all about their traumas all about their you know life journeys and all about that stuff i i realized that you know i can't do it because it's emotionally draining me especially you know i have three kids and i can't help myself but compare my kids to those kids like my kids are lucky because they have me as their mom but those kids aren't that lucky because they're not I mean in a way they are because they at the moment like in the SOS care they are living with their SOS mom who is you know very loving and supportive and you know providing all of the love that she can but she's not their their real mom she's not their biological mom and that's the the missing piece for them so 
I started having some emotional um, ups and downs. I started having panic attacks. I didn't know where they came from. Like I, it was all of a sudden, like I had, I was, I, I thought I was having a heart attack because I, at the moment, like I never heard of a panic attack. I did. I didn't know how that manifests. I didn't know, you know, anything about it. And when, if, when the first one hit, I was like, oh my God, I'm having a heart attack. Like I'm, I, I went to ER. They were like, no, you're fine. You're, you know, your blood pressure is a bit high, but it's, it's, it's cool. It's okay. And then the second one, and then the third one, and then the fourth one. And then I was like, okay, I have to do something like it. This is not working out. So I quit at the, at the SOS children's villages and thinking that I need, you know, some more time for myself. I need to read more. I need to socialize more. I need to spend more time with my family and friends and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And it turned out that it wasn't only that I needed all of those things, but I also needed a change. Like I, that's, that, that was the time when I figured, you know, I am not someone who is going to be sitting at the desk and being told what to do, Mm. like being told when to come to work, what to do, when to do what, you know. And so I got into freelancing after I figured, you know, like I, I could start, you know, having doing something on my own, like other than freelancing. I met this this person that, you know, helped me gain more more help me learn a lot about podcasting industry about podcasts in in total and so I realized like I want to I could you know help other people you know share their message because that that would be essentially ideal like I would be spending time with people I would be working with people I would be serving people and I would also be in the PR industry in the you know which is part of journalism right Mm -hmm. anyways so, um, so yeah, that's when the idea of my own agency started and I just decided to go for it. I had no clue where to start. I had no idea how to start like any kind of business, let alone like PR business and online. And so I hired a coach and worked with her for a while. She taught me a lot and, um, and yeah, so after after all of that, like it, it, the things just started to, you know, to match to, you know, I the puzzle is whole now. It's mm. like it's it's only growing. I mean, that's interesting that, you know, that um, and you started this right in the mid pandemic when people were going into the scarcity mindset. Oh, no, um, you know, can't do this and we can't have this you actually leaned into faith and thought, you know, why not? And how can I try something new brand spanking? And starting any venture is difficult, but starting your own business in the middle of pandemic is bloody scary. I mean, I say this, but we started our podcast right in the middle of pandemics. We started our podcast in June of 2020. And so we're only a year and a half old, but it's done phenomenally well because I think the way the world thinks and behaves and believes and accepts as norm has dramatically changed over the last couple of years. So you were probably the right place, the right time. However, now here's a question for you. It doesn't matter what you know venture you jump into. You need to have courage, and you need to have you know courage to make the decision, and then the gumption to stick by that decision. How did you decide? You know, being a mother of you know three children and having all those commitments, and because you previously have gone through that you know that uh, emotional sort of breakdown with with your work, 
what gave what gave you the strength to say, you know, I can actually create this. I can build a business because you have to have that faith in yourself first if you take the plunge. So how did you get out of your out of your own way, so to speak, and have the courage to decide, no, I'm going to start this business and I'm going to start it and I'm going to get help. And obviously the help, help you know, the business coach would have helped you a lot. But even before that, it's that decision that you have to make. How did you make that decision? What, what prompted you to make that decision? I'm a firm believer of, you know, of the, the fact that every person on our journey, on our path is our teacher. So there is absolutely something to learn from every person that you meet ever. And so when I started my journey, my entrepreneurial journey, I was like, my mindset was all over the, over the place. Like it was, I'm not, I wasn't this strong woman, woman who was like, I'm, I have the courage to conquer the world. Like, no, I, 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 didn't do I didn't think that like Mm -hmm. I I had so many doubts in my mind I had so many questions like I had so many so many things that I had to address before I could continue to grow so when I had this mental breakdown when I was like at the bottom I was like I have to you know give it everything I can to grow, you know, the inside of myself. And so that's when I started learning um, a lot about, about spirituality, about like, um, about the personal growth, like Mm -hmm. I started reading a lot of books, I started, you know, listening to a lot of podcasts uh, uh, on that topic. And I started watching a lot of um, YouTube videos, like I decided, like, I just woke up and decided that I don't want to be living the life that I was living by that point. Like I needed a change and I was out to get it and nothing could stop me. So when I was starting out, I was like, I mean, is this possible? Like, can I do it? And then, Mm. you know, like we all have this, you know, little voice in our heads that comes up from time to time telling us that we can't do, or we're not um, able to do something that we know we are. And I mean, those voices will always come. I'm sure that a lot of people have struggled right now with that sort of thing. But, um, but it's the decision. It's the, it's the, you know, I can do this. Like, if there's anything I can do, I can do this. It's, Mm -hmm. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. You just need to I just need, knew I needed to stay consistent. I needed to stay persistent and I needed to just move forward step by step. And now when I look at, you know, who I was two years ago, I was not the same person. Like I was, I was not the same person. So it takes time. It takes courage, definitely. But it also takes a decision. I agree. And I, I do completely 100% agree with that. It takes a decision. And then I always said the gumption to stick by it because that that's where the discipline came in to watching the YouTube to you know reading the books listening to the podcast and working on yourself working on your inner you know inner self your ideas of what's possible for you and and make and internalizing the concept of this new version this business owner of you which obviously then translates in the external reality and we always say it's from the inside out so when you believe something truly from the inside and you begin to see yourself as this business owner from the inside your outer reality follows suit and it manifests outside and that's exactly what's happened with you it's manifested outside and that's where you're so successful with you know with your business now 
And hence we're, we're having this conversation about it today. But this is great. But it's, and for those of this, the reason why I bring this up is because there's plenty of people listening to this podcast at the moment who are either in transition, they're still, you know, still waiting for that breakthrough on the side hustle, the business while they're still working full time in the corporate careers, or they are still in the corporate careers thinking, okay, I should move. I need, I need, I know I need to set up my own business. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it later. And then later never comes. So they're on the, that fence and they haven't taken the plunge yet. And this is why I wanted to ask that question to you. How did you make a decision? Because they can benefit from this, this conversation of ours. And maybe something you said will trigger something inside them that if, if, if Amelia can do it, then they can do it too, because they have access to the same resources and they are connected to the same ethos of the universe that you are. And if you can make the plunge, if you can make the decision, of course, there's a lot of hard work, a lot of sweat, a lot of long hours, a lot of you know tears involved. But as long as you're willing to put the effort and time in, you will get the result. And that was the point of this question. Well, well thank you so much for sharing your journey with us, my lovely. Tell us, how can we connect with you? How can we find you on the internet? Uh, yeah, sure. So my main platforms are Instagram and Facebook. Um, I will uh, send the links to you. I'm sure they'll, they'll um, people will manage to find them in, in the show notes. Um, so uh, my website is still not done. I am still working on it. And this is where the entrepreneurial journey again comes in, where we're all wearing all of the hats. So I'm currently wearing um, a hat of my own web designer. So <laughs> So it's taking a while, but it's going to be there. Okay, wonderful. So if you are listening to us on the podcast, all the links for Amina will be in the show notes. Do check it out. And if you're watching us on the YouTube down below, you will have um, in the description section, um, you will have all the links to Amina as well. Go and check her out. She's amazing. And if you think she can help you, then please do um, contact her. Well, thank you so much, Amina, for being such an amazing guest for us today on Friday Feature. Um, we do have to be back for Money Talkies and, um, and we'll pick your brains about how to showcase ourselves and how to best represent ourselves to the podcast so we can become guests but for today thank you so much for joining us thank you so much for having me and thank you for listening to me and amila today i will be back on another friday feature with another amazing guest asking them how they change their mind to change their life so how they change their life by changing the mindset until the next time this is gokhan signing off take care and bye for now if you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies then please visit my website www.goalcard.com and if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop and if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money then go and get my book Laws of Money from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.